Gitin daf nun dalad. The last thing we were discussing was a machloket of Hiskia and Rabbi Yochanan. According to Hiskia, a hezek she'eno nikar is sheme hezek. A damage that you can't see is considered a damage. And according to Rabbi Yochanan, a damage that you can't see is not a damage. And the Gemara tried to say that maybe it's the same thing. It's a machloket tanaim between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda. And the Gemara brushed it off, saying that, no, the real mahluka between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir was if we're kones shogeg atum mezid. If we're kones someone who did something by mistake, because he might come to do it on purpose. Rabbi Meir is kones, Rabbi Yehuda is not kones. And we saw the Gabe Hilchot Shabbat, it was the opposite. And we said, okay, it's different than Gabe Shabbat. Rabbi Meir is only kones when it's a drabana, not a deoraita. And Rabbi Uda is only kones in the Deoraita, not in the Rabbanan. And the Gemara showed that Rabbi Meir contradicts himself because he was gozer to pull out on the Shemitah year, even if he did it by mistake. And the Gemara ended up saying Shevi'it and Shemit and Shabbat are different. Shevi'it, the reason Rabbi Meir was gozer is because people will learn based on what year it is that they could plant on a Shemitah. Year number two, Davar Acher, that Bnei Israel are hashut to mess around with Shev'it, but they're not going to plant uh, on Shabbat. And with that, we are starting Nundalet Amud Aleph, three lines in, where it says, My Davar Acher, why do you have to add that last part, that Bnei Israel are hashud on Shev'it, but not on Shabbat? So the Gemara explains, Shabbat Nami. If you want to say Shabbat, also Zimnin Yom Shloshim Shabbat. Sometimes day thirty will be Shabbat. Meaning, in order for it to be considered a year for for our law purposes, it has to be planted a month before Rosh Hashanah. So technically, it could be planted for fourteen months. A month before Rosh Hashanah, a month. Uh, after Rosh Hashanah, 14 months, and there's your three years. So now people will do the math. Exactly 30 days before Shana, a year and change ago, was Shabbat. And people will say, If a person plants exactly that day where he'll get that extra year, if he didn't plant that day, he won't get that year. And people are going to come and buy how old these fruits, the fruit tree is only two years old, how is that possible? I planted it exactly 30 days before, and people do the math, and they also come to plant on Shabbat. Comes that extra in that bright to teach me that there's a difference between Shemitah and Shabbat. Because people count it to the Shavuot, people will mess around with the Shavuot, and they'll make mistakes, but Shabbatot, People know that you're not a plant on Shabbat, and no, and no one's going to learn that whole heter with the 14 months to plant on Shabbat. Now the Gemara wants to go back to Rabbi Huda. Legabe Shabbat is kones shogeg because he might come to be mezid. By Shemitah, he wasn't kones shogeg, but he might come to be mezid. Why the Rabbi Huda, the Rabbi Huda also lokashia? It's also not a contradiction. Beatre, the Rabbi Huda, Hamir Lehu Shevi'it. In Rabbi Huda's place, people were very mahmir on Shevi'it. And they weren't messing around. And he didn't have to be gozer shogeg to mezid. There was this uh, person who told his friends, he was like trying to make fun of him. You're a ger ben giyoret. 
So the second person answered him, I don't eat perot shvi'it like you. So you see that that was like a curse to them. That was like really bad. So you see that it was very hamur. Therefore, he didn't have to be gozer. Tashema. So we want to show that we have a bright over here to show that Rabbi Meir is not kones shogeg atumezid in something that said Rabbanan. For example, achal teruma temeaf. A person ate teruma that was tameh. And what usually happens is if someone eats teruma that belongs to Kohen, if he ate it on purpose, he has to pay the Kohen whatever it's worth. He, it's like he stole from him and he has to pay it back. And if he ate it by mistake, he pays the Hulin equivalent in fruits plus another fifth on top of that. And by when he pays it, it becomes the Kohen's teruma instead of what this man ate. That's the way it works. So over here, Achal Terumatema, a person ate Teruma that was Tamem, Meshalem Hulin Teorim, he has to pay back Hulin that is Tahor. Shilem Hulin Temeimahu. Let's say he paid back Hulin that was Tame, what's the halacha? So Amar Sumchus, Mishumar Bimeir, Beshogeg, if he paid back that Hulin Temein by mistake, he didn't know they were Tame, Tashlum after Shlumin, it counts. Bemezin, if he did it on purpose, and tashlumaf tashlumin, we're going to punish him, and it's not going to count as payment, and he has to pay back other holin that is tahor. V'hachamim omrim echadze v'hadze tashlumaf tashlumin. At the end of the day, whether you gave it by mistake or on purpose, if you give holin temeim, it counts. However, v'chazer umshalem holin teorin, you have to also pay holin teorin. So meaning, whatever you gave in the holin temeim, it counts. It belongs to the Kohen. But now you have to pay back as a knas, as a fine, the Hulin uh, Teorin, but they are not Teruma. Behavina, but we asked a question. If you paid back Hulin Temein Bemezid, Amai and Tashlumaf Tashlumin, why is this uh, payment not a payment? Tavo Allah Brecha, opposite. He deserves a Brecha. Why? He ate Teruma that was Tameh, that the Kohen could never have, even when he's Tameh. He's paying him back. The Kohen can at least have it when he's Tameh. So it's a good thing. Why are we punishing him? Rabbah said, some say it was Kedi. The Brayta was missing words, and this is what the, it's supposed to say. If a person ate called he has to pay anything. Achal teruma tehora. If he ate teruma, that's tahor. Meshalem holin tehorin. He has to pay holin that's tahor. Shilem holin temeimah. And if you pay holin that's tameh, what's the halacha? Some chosome mishum rabbi meir beshogeg. If you pay holin temeim by mistake, you didn't know it was tameh. Tashlumaf tashlumin. It counts as payment, and you don't have to repay. And if you paid it be mezid. You paid it on purpose. You knew there were ten, and you gave it anyways. And it doesn't count. Hachamim are going to fine you as if it's nothing. It counts whether you gave it by mistake or on purpose. But however, we're going to punish you. You're going to have to pay also holin tehorin. But the new holin tehorin are not going to become terumat. Yes, Rabbi Meir agrees to Hachamim that a person who pays Hulin Temein on purpose, it counts that the Hulin become uh, Teruma. However, when he said it's in regards to that he has to just pay Hulin Tehorim afterwards as a Knas. Here, the Mahloket is between Rabbi Meir and Hachamim. 
if he pays Hulin Temeim by mistake, are we are we goes are we gonna find him? He might come to pay Hulin Temeim on purpose. The Rabbi Meir Savalok and Susho Gegatu Mezid. Rabbi Meir says we're not uh, we're finding him. The Hachamim yes, we're gonna find him. Hachamim we can sue. Now over here it's only a din de Rabbanan uh, that Hachamim are uh, gozer and uh, Rabbi Meir is not. And the problem is, before we said that, according to Rabbi Meir, he is konez shogeg, if someone is metameh, because you might come to do it on purpose. And over there is also the Rabbanan. So over here, he's not konez, but over there, he was konez. Puma says, what are you comparing? Hatam, over there by teruma gavra the shalome Over there, a guy's coming. He wants to make a payment. He made a mistake, and he by mistake he paid holin temein. And so we're going to come and punish him. We're going to find him uh, for making a mistake when he's trying to do something good. Over there, person who's metame medamea his friends thing. Even if it's a mistake. Okay, we we have a reason to punish the guy just in case he might come to do it on purpose. We want we don't want people to be mekil with things that are through the rabbanan. Okay, but it's totally different. So Tashema, let's bring another brayta where the Meir is not kones. He's not finding someone who did a mistake uh, because he might come to do it on purpose in a sur the rabbanan. Dam beshogeg. A dam of a korbanot, it was, became tameh, you know, I throw it on the mizbech, a guy threw it anyways, it was a mistake, he didn't know it was tameh, hurtza, the tzitz is mechaper, it makes it, uh, makes it uh, work, and therefore you're allowed to eat the meat, however, if bemezit, if the guy knew the blood was tameh, and he threw it on purpose, hachamim or konesim, that lo hurtza, it's not mechaper, and you're not allowed to eat the meat, and by the way, the, the ba'alim were mitkaper, and they don't have to bring another korban uh, for it. But bottom line is, not throwing blood that is tameh is an isur de Rabbanan, because midoraita that seats works. And you see, Rabbi Meir was not kones. He didn't find someone who made a mistake. The Gemara says, Amar lecha, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir would tell you, what are you comparing? Hatam over there, this person who throws the blood by mistake, he was told he was doing a mitzvah. He made a mistake. We should punish him for doing a mistake when he's coming to do something good. It's not the same as because over there, the guy is doing something wrong. Over there, a guy might come to do something wrong. Here, a guy's trying to fix. He just needs to, to, to be aware of what he's doing. So Tashiman, same idea. If a person uh, his food on Shabbat, he wants to eat uh, these apples and he wa- he's doing ma'asir on Shabbat, which is Asur de Rabbanan. You could eat it, Yochal. If you did it on purpose, lo Yochal, you can't eat. And you see that Rabbi Meir was not kones over there. And the Gemara says, What are you comparing? Over there, a guy's trying to uh, make his food edible. And he just uh, didn't know the halachot. We should punish him. What should we punish him for? And again, Tashema, same idea. Hamatibil kelim b'Shabbat. Person dips his kelim on Shabbat. Beshogeg by mistake, yishtamesh ben. You can use it. Bemezid, if you did it on purpose, lo yishtamesh ben. You can't use it. And again, here's the Rabbanan. And Rabbi Meir was not kones, and he would tell you hachiashta. What are you comparing? Hatam gavar taurei mane kamichaven. Over there, guy's trying to take his kelim. He's trying to make it kosher. He's trying to do a good thing. Anandekum velikinese. We're going to come and punish him. It's not the same as a guy trying to ruin someone's thing. It's totally different. 
Now, the Gemara is going to shift back to what Rabbi Yehuda said, or we, at least we understood Rabbi Yehuda, that he only finds Shogeg Atumezid when the Isur is a Deoraita. But something that Rabbanan, he is not going to find a person for doing something that's a mistake. And the Gemara asks, And we're going to show Rabbi Yehuda against himself in a Drabanan. We have a Braita. And this is regarding Orla. In general, Orla, if uh, the halacha is that if it f- if one fruit of Orla fell into two hundred of Orla, everything is mutar. But Hachamim said if it's something that is hashuv, then it's asur even bechosho. So even if there's a thousand of it, even if there's a million. Too bad it's something hashuv, and it's not going to nullify anything. It's gonna it's gonna the entire thing is gonna be asur. So this was regarding Egoze Perach, Verimone Badan. These are Hashuv uh, almonds, Hashuv uh, pomegranates. Naflu, if they fell into a mixture of things that are mutar, and the entire thing is asur. However, but if they cracked open, had Shogeg, whether it was cracked open by mistake, Vihad Mimezid, or you cracked it open on purpose, Lo Ya'alu, they should not become Batel, even a thousand, Meir, Yehuda. They are Kones, Shogeg, Atu Mezid over here. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon, Omrim, Beshogeg, Ya'alu, let it go, Bemezid, Lo Ya'alu, Bemezid, it shouldn't be nullified. Now, Vihaha, Pay attention over here with these egoze prach that uh, fell into what's mutar and midin uh, Torah they could be batel because batel one and two is batel midin batel berov that's the whole deoraita uh, thing verabananu de gazur hachamim were gozer to be oser a mixture and they said something that is hashuv is not batel vekakanis rebiudan you see rebiudan over here. Is kones something that is shogegatu mezid in something that's the rabbanan? Before we said it's, he only does that thing in the oraita. So my answer is hatam haynu tamad Over there, the reason he's oser by the egoze prachan and badan because mishum arume because people will mess around, they'll, they'll do trickery, they're going to be mevatel it on purpose, and then they're going to say, "I really didn't do it on purpose," and that's why rebiuda had to be gozer over there. And while we're at it, let's show a contradiction between Rabbi Yossi and himself. The Tanan, we have a Mishnah, if you have a plant that's still Orla, still within the first three years, you know, and the fruits are not allowed to be eaten, or their Kilayim, you have a grape vine mixed with, uh, let's say, wheat, if they were mixed with other trees that are mutar to be eaten, you just don't know which one's which. You're not to take from any of the fruits of the field. And the entire field is asur and they're not batel. And if you did take them, you have to, they get mixed up with 101. That's the ratio to, to mix them up. And in this case, they're shogeg and you didn't have any kabana. And therefore, as long as you didn't uh, mix it on purpose, and then uh, you shouldn't mix it together in order for you to be able to take it with that uh, 201 to 1 ratio. Even if a person mixed them with the intention to pick them up afterwards, they're going to be, uh, you can mix them up with 1 to 201. And you see, Rabbi Yossi is not Osir Ovir if you did it on purpose. Before, 
when the Egoze Perach and the Rimone Badan fell and they cracked open, Rabbi Yossi said, Bemezid lo Over here he's telling you, even a mitkaven laket, it works. So, Haitmar Allah, like my explained, no, we said about that, Amar Abah, Hazaka en Adam osered karmo binti ahat. The person is not going to be osered the entire kerem, his entire field, with one plant. Usually, if one of them is asur, he's going to make sure he knows which one it is. And it's something that's not common, and something that's not common, we're not going to be mahmir, even if he did it on purpose. But something that is a sewer falling into something that is mutar, that is pretty common. And over there, Rabbi Yossi was a gozer if he did it on purpose. No one's going to be Osir's entire kerem with one tree. He's going to know which tree is the Asur tree, and he's going to make sure that it's not, the entire field's not going to be Asur. So if it does happen, it's a mistake, and mistakes are not coming, and we're not going to be gozer. Next, Mishnah. HaKohanim shepiglu mikdash. Kohanim, they shechted the korban, or they threw the blood to eat it at the wrong time, or to do or the wrong place. Mezidin, if they did it on purpose, then Hayavin, they have to pay the money of the korban to the Be'alim, and have to bring other ones. Now, the Gemara starts, A person is working with his friends, Taharot. By the way, I was Tameh, I touched Taharot, everything is Tameh. Or he's doing his Korban with him. Or or had the wrong Kavana. We believe him. But if a person says, Oh, by the way, the Torah I did with you a couple days ago, they or the Korbanot I did a couple days ago, in that case, we don't believe him. Right away, we believe him. A couple days ago, we don't believe him. What's the difference between the first part and the second part? So, Amar Abaye, Kol Shebeyado Ne'eman. Anything that he can do while he's telling you, we believe him. Meaning, in the Resha, even if you don't believe him, right now he can make it Pigul, right now he can make it Tameh, then we believe him. But if it happened a couple days ago, he can't do something now on something that happened a couple days ago, therefore we're not going to believe him. Rabah, Rabah explains, usually we believe him even if he doesn't have his hands to do it right now. And the Sefa, the second part, where it happened a couple days ago, we're talking about a situation where he saw him once, didn't tell him anything. And then a couple days after that, and then he told him. So I mean, you already saw him once in between. You didn't tell him anything. And only the second time you saw him, you did tell him. That's why we're not believing you. You're probably just doing it to hurt him. You're probably lying to him. You're just trying to cause him aggravation. And the Gemara brings a story with this. The man told his friend, uh, The Tarot I did with you a couple days ago, Should I believe him? Should I not? We don't believe him. We're not going to say it's Tameh. And Amal Fanav Rabbi Asi, Rabbi Asi was right there and told him, Rabbi Rabbi, American, you're saying that we don't believe him. But Rabbi Yohanan said in the name of Rabbi Yossi, What can I do? The Torah believed him. And the Gemara asks, where, where did they believe him? On something happened a couple days ago. Take an example. Kohen Gadol, Yom Kippurim, Techi Amar, Pigul, 
Mehman. If he says that one of the avodot that he did on Yom Kippur in the Kodesh Kodashim was pigul, we believe him. And how do we know that we believe him? Because it says, There's no one's allowed to be in oil moed. And since no one's there, how are we supposed to know? Rather, you have to say, And that we believe him. But the Gemara says, Who says we believe the Kohen Gadol after a couple of days? Maybe we heard him being Gemefagel. He's shechting uh, this side, or he's doing this avodah, or throwing this, or, or spraying that. I'll not doing it tomorrow, or something else. The Gemara says, If we didn't believe him after a couple days, then we shouldn't believe him even at the actual time. Meaning if we actually heard him while he's being mefagel, we shouldn't believe him. Why? Maybe he only said the thoughts of Pigul only after he already did the Avodah. The Gemara says, Yeah, but Vidilma de Chazinebe Pishpesh. But maybe we were looking at him from the side windows. Now they're on the on the north side of the of the of the Kodesh Kodesh Kodeshim, the Beit Hamikdash area. There was locker rooms where the Kohanim would put their stuff, and there was a window that maybe you could look inside. And maybe we saw him actually be mifagel, and maybe we don't just believe him. Maybe it's it all depends on what we saw. The Gemara says Kashya. You're right. There beats Hakbar Bisnas proof from a Kohen Gadol that we believe him after a couple of days. Not a good proof, and. On this there was a man came in front of Rabbi Ami. the Sefer Torah, I'm a sofer, and the Sefer Torah I wrote for this person, Askarot Shelo, Lishman. All the Shem Hashem, the Askarot is Shem Hashem, that I wrote, it wasn't the Shem Kedushat Hashem. And we know the famous uh, tour that when a person writes a Sefer Torah, the Shemot Hashem have to be written with a certain Kedushah. So Amalir Biyami told them, Sefer Torah Bayad me. Who has the Sefer Torah right now? Amalir Bayad Lokeh by the, the buyer's hands. Amalir Neeman Atad of Sid Zacharacha, where he trusts you to lose your money, Veata Neeman of Sid Sefer Torah, but we don't trust you to lose the Sefer Torah. And Amalir Biyamiya, Biyamiya told Biyami, Nehidiv Sid Zacharas Karots, Had Sefer Torah, Kulemi Vsid. Okay, let's say he lost all the amount of Shemot Hashem in the Sefer Torah. He lost that amount. So let's take that off of what he made. But the entire Sefer Torah, why should he lose all that? Amalein, Rabbi Ami told him, yes, he lost everything. Shekol Sefer Torah, she'en azkarot shelok tuvot lishman, eno shaveklum. Sefer Torah, without Shemot Hashem written lishma, it's worthless. So now Rabbi Yirmiya asks back, Why don't you just go over it with a kolmus? Wherever it says Hashem's name, go over it. You okay, okay, and just on top of it, so you have ink on top of ink, and make it kadosh, have the right intention. And keman, who's the one who says that that's not good? You have to say it's not Rabbi Yudah, it's not. Hashem. Person has to write Shem Hashem. He had to write Yehuda. And he ended up writing Hashem's name anyways because he didn't put a dalit over there. So now you have Hashem's name written, but it wasn't with the right intention. So what do you do? You go over it with a uh, with a kolmos with a quill. And just to have ink on top of ink, and you make it kadosh. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Bahachamim omrim and Hashem minimum of har. That's not the right way to do things. So for the fact that Rabbi Yehuda allows you to go over it, and we didn't bring up that option, obviously Rabbi Ami does not hold like Rabbi Yehuda. 
So the says, no. Afilu teema Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Ami tells him, you could even say like Rabbi Yehuda. Atka lokam Rabbi Yehuda ela behada azkara. Rabbi Yehuda says you could go over the Hashem's name with ink, with the right uh, intention. That's okay, one Shem Hashem. Aval dekule Sefer Torah, you want to do it with the entire Sefer Torah? No, that's not going to work. Mishum because the Sefer Torah is going to look like a leopard, meaning some letters are going to be darker, more bolder, and uh, that's not a good Sefer Torah. It doesn't look good, and that makes a Sefer Torah pasul. And the Gemara gives another story. A man came in front of Rabbi Abu. I wrote a Sefer Torah for the following person. The cloth, the parchment, wasn't worked, wasn't done. Leshem kedushat Sefer Torah, and that this poselit. Amale Rabbi Abu told him Sefer Torah beat me. Who has the Sefer Torah? Amale beat Loke. I already sold it. Amalo. You know you're about to lose all your money, so if you're if you're about to lose all your money, then we trust you to be possessed the entire Sefer Torah. Meaning, in general, we don't believe someone uh, to be possessed Sefer Torah, but over here, he's about to lose the entire thing, and therefore, uh, we believe him. He, he has what to stand on to believe him. So What's the difference between Rabbi Ami over there? With the Sefer Torah, where the only Shemot Hashem was Nishmo, he told them that we don't believe you. And over here, we do believe him. So, like Max explains, Hatam, over there by Sefer Torah, where the Azkarot wasn't in Nishmo, maybe that Sofer thought he was only going to lose the Shemot Hashem that he wrote. So, let's say there's 500 Shemot Hashem in the entire Sefer Torah, then he'll only lose $500, for example. Right? But Ahacha uh, over here, this guy's walking in, knowing that he's going to lose everything. He's still coming and he's telling us everything. We have to say that he's saying the truth. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.